G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. A biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. This is 2020 on Vision. A little change of direction. Vision's tours are back and off to Israel in a big way. The first one since COVID brought everything to a halt is about to fly out on Thursday night. Ian and Mandy Warby are leading the tour, so we'll check in with Ian in just a few moments for a preview of what they're anticipating. A little hint, they're about to retrace the exodus out of Egypt and into the Promised Land. We'll talk about what's coming in that conversation just ahead. We're 90 minutes away from digging deep into the truth of the Father Heart of God. We'll hear from a trauma and resiliency coach talking about the Father Heart of God as a key for people to be healed and restored. Then on Faith and the Future with Dr. Camille Magdaly, our series is moving to biblical insights into health and fitness. Look forward to Camille introducing some thoughts today on Faith and the Future. Engaging conversations ahead on this Tuesday edition of 2020. Well, Vision Tours to Israel are back, an opportunity to get a preview for what Vision listeners are about to embark on. Ian Warby is, of course, the CEO of United Christian Broadcasters Operations in the Asia-Pacific. He's also the leader of the organization Christians for Israel. Israel's one of his passions. And for many years, he and his wife Mandy have been the spearhead for the amazing tour experiences to Israel and more broadly in the Middle East. And he is joining us in the studio. Ian, special welcome along. Uh, very good morning to you, Neil. It's great to be back. And yes, we're all very excited, packing our bags, getting ready to fly out on Thursday night. And you know, uh, as I mentioned, uh, there was a halt that came to the tours uh, with COVID, the pandemic that closed all the borders. This is the very first one since the one that's really came right on the on the heels of covid isn't it that's right we 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 landed uh in uh early 2020 and when the uh the airplane doors opened at Brisbane airport we were met by people in hazmat suits giving us all um masks and telling us to go straight home into quarantine and so as everyone will recall you know the whole country went into lockdown and travel uh ceased and uh, since we finally put this tour on, we very, very quickly filled up the tour. I suspect a lot of people suffering a bit of cabin fever, wanting to get out, go and explore. So we've, we've got a full tour. But the response was so amazing that um, we've actually uh, re-advertised for the same tour early next year. And um, we still have seats available. We've already got one bus load filled, but we have a second bus and we, you know, talking about people being lonely or being bored, no need to be lonely or bored. Come and join us. We'll be a happy uh, party exploring the lands of the Bible together. So if you're thinking of this, this is like a one bus tour, yes. around about uh, 40-odd people. 47, 47 plus 47. Mandy and myself. Okay, yeah. so almost 50 people yeah. on this tour. 
the one in February, uh, likely to double in size. Yep. And is there already real interest in this? Because not everyone will be able to go on the February tour, but uh, more tours planned for oh, yes. next year, like beyond February, throughout more, next year? More, more tours will be planned for sure. This is our 22nd old tour that we've done. Our first tour was in 2010. And, um, you know, it's... It's part of what we love to do because, I mean, obviously, as Christians, we read the Bible and, you know, Israel is a, a major uh, centerpiece, you know, of God's uh, plan for his creation, uh, his chosen people, and also uh, us as, as Christians that have been raised up. And we have uh, an obligation to pray for the peace of Jerusalem, to support the, the Jewish people. You know, Jesus himself was a Jew. And, of course, when people say, well, what does it all matter today? Well, we're all expecting the return of the Messiah. And when Jesus comes back, he's not coming back to the Vatican. He's not coming back to London or to New York or even to Brisbane. He's coming back to Jerusalem. And there he will sit on his father's throne, King David's throne, and rule for a millennia. Uh, and so that's why we want to go. We want to go and see the land where it's all going, where it all did happen, and where it's all yet to happen. Now you've been on many of these tours, and uh, we all know, Ian, that you love Israel, and there is something special about it. Now, uh, some people, I guess, over the years might have been concerned that a Christian pilgrimage might not be something that you know that's what that's not what my denomination does. But there's something special, isn't there? And I'd love to hear your heartbeat on this. What it's like to walk in the footsteps of Jesus as you walk through Jerusalem and you see the sights and the Sea of Galilee. What does that do to you? What does that do to your faith? Well, it's, um, it's often been likened to, uh, if you remember the opening scenes of The Wizard of Oz, it was in uh, black and white or sepia. And then all of a sudden, when they got to the big opening scene, it went into 3D living color, technicolor. That's what it's like. It's like the Bible transforms from being, you know, black and white words on a page to now I'm actually here on location where the very wonderful miracles and events of the Bible took place and you you see all the the sights and you can you can take in the geographical um uh, descriptions of the Bible, and there it is, just as the Bible says, and the smells, and you, to get an understanding of the uh, the Jewish culture, the Middle Eastern culture, and to be there is just an amazing experience. It's often been described as the fifth gospel, and so you know to to walk in the land of the Bible, and as uh, others like Dr. Chuck Missler have often quipped, you know the stones. They still cry out in testimony of what Jesus did. So those who are going on this tour, flying out on Thursday night, uh, they will have the opportunity to literally walk on the streets of Jerusalem and to visit those historic sites that you read about in the Gospels and uh, those historic sites that you read about uh, from all of those Old Testament narrative uh, stories that bring alive our faith. There's something special, though, that you're doing on this coming tour, and you've pulled out all stops, and for the first time, uh, this tour is starting in Egypt. The idea of tracing the children of Israel on the exodus out of Egypt and into the Promised Land, that's got a little bit of excitement about it. It sure has. I mean, Mandy and I are so excited. It'll be both our first time to go to Egypt, 
Uh, and, you know, we're going to fly and land in Cairo. Uh, we'll be uh, obviously seeing the, the, the great pyramids of Giza and the Sphinx. And we'll go to the Cairo Museum where there's over 17,000 exhibits of, you know, all the um, artifacts that have been discovered over the last a couple of hundred years. We'll then embark on a Nile River cruise for four nights, stopping off at all the major uh, archaeological sites to visit the temples and to see, um, you know, just the grandeur of these monuments that are there all the way down to um, uh, the Aswan Dam, uh, down to Elephantine Island, where legion has it, where the Ark of the Covenant may have been hidden uh, for a period of time. And so again, as Bible-believing Christians, you might be asking, well, why do you want to invest in all this time looking at the, the, the pagan, the false gods of Egypt? Well, as we recount the story of the Exodus, you, if you may recall, um, the descendants of Joseph went in there as a family to escape the famine. And God blessed Joseph and his family. But 400 years later, the Bible says that there was a Pharaoh who didn't know Joseph and he put the uh, the Israelites uh, or the Hebrews into slavery. And for 400 years they cried out and God heard their cry and he raised up Moses to be their deliverer and to take them out of Egypt and into the promised land. And as you remember, when Moses had to go to Pharaoh and uh, petition him, let my people go and God hardened Pharaoh's heart, and there was the ten plagues. We're going to look at what those ten plagues were because each plague was addressing one of the false gods of Egypt. And so basically it was a showdown between the the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of Israel, and the false gods of Egypt. And so we will be exploring how God defeated each and every one of those false gods. And then we'll be um, heading off to Jordan as part of the, the wanderings in the wilderness. And we'll even go up to Mount Nebo, uh, which is high up overlooking the Jordan Valley, the Rift Valley, where Moses was allowed to look in longingly into the promised land. But you may remember he wasn't allowed to enter in because he'd been disobedient and he struck the rock instead of speaking to it. And then Joshua was raised up and he led the next generation of the children of Israel into the promised land. So we will be walking the length and breadth of Israel in the footsteps of of the patriarchs, the prophets, Jesus, the disciples, and the apostles. And I know that Israel is not just a land of ancient history. And regular listeners to this program know we like to do all sorts of updates on what's happening in the, politi uh, the political and uh, uh, the defense, uh, all of those sorts of things that are going on. The controversies that are gripping Israel today is really a centerpiece for what the world focuses on. But there's this past... There's this present, and there's also future dimensions. Yep. So this is what I guess a Holy Land tour to Israel brings to life for the believer. This is, you know, putting yourself in the context of God's plan for all of humanity and the history of the world. You will absolutely. That's that's correct because you know Israel is known as the startup nation. There are more um, uh, peace prize laureates. 
per capita from Israel than anywhere else uh, in the world. They are the nation that brought us so much uh, inventions, technological advancement in medicine, in communications, uh, in agriculture, you know, the drip irrigation. Your mobile phone has technology that was developed by Israel. Your USB thumb drive is technology that was created by Israel. Your Snapchat and um, uh, social media apps were developed um, first in Israel. A lot of the medical uh, advancements that we have today, pharmaceutical um, advances in medicine, were all developed in Israel because God made a promise to Abraham that the land of Israel and its people would be a blessing and a light to the nations. And so we will see a mix of the new and the old together. Now, Ian, our reputation for these tours is that we do them really well. That puts you under pressure because, <laughs> uh, you know, you've got a, a whole bunch of people who will be expecting a great time over these next basically three weeks. Uh, doing it well, what does that look like? Uh, staying in nice hotels, uh, how comfortable is all of that? And, you know, you've got people, I guess, uh, coming from, you know, different age groups, uh, some less mobile than others. How does that all work with, uh, with people who go on these tours? Yeah, the tour is very full. And look, it's a long way to travel from Australia to uh, Israel. You know, we're literally the land down under. The Bible talks about, you know, to the uttermost uh, ends of the earth. Well, that's where we are here in in the land down under. And so we do stay at very nice four and five star uh, accommodation. Because when you've been out walking your feet off all day, you want to get home to uh, a lovely meal, uh, a soft bed, you know, all the... Um, you know, showers and facilities that we, we need. So we get up early again the next day and we head off again. So it's, it's reasonably intense. We're going to cover a lot of ground, a lot of uh, biblical sites of significance. Uh, we have an expert tour guide. For those of you who are regular listeners uh, on Vision, you may remember that from time to time we interview Stan Goodenough. Uh, he's a Gentile uh, tour guide, but has been living in Israel for uh, many years. He's also a journalist. He's known as the Jerusalem Watchman, and he has a strong passion to inspire Christians to really explore and understand their Bible and to answer the so what question as an Australian Christian. So what about Israel, the land of promise and the things that are to come? And so we have an amazing itinerary. Um, you know, people go home with heaps of photos and videos and wonderful memories. And the most common thing that we hear afterwards is that Ian and Mandy, we read our Bible with new eyes. The Bible comes alive. When we read those familiar stories, we picture ourselves sitting uh, or standing or swimming or floating. In those locations, you know, we're going to go on the, the Sea of Galilee. We're going to read the scriptures about how Jesus walked on the water and calm uh, the storm. We're going to float on the Dead Sea at the lowest place on earth. We're going to visit the gates of hell, which is found in Matthew 16. We're also going to visit the gates of heaven where um, uh, Jacob wrestled with God until daybreak. And he saw a ladder of angels coming up and down in a place called Bethel. 
the house of God, the gateway to heaven. We're going to see a lot of amazing things. We're going to go to Bethlehem where Jesus was born. We'll go to Nazareth where he grew up. We're going to climb the mountains of Judea. We're going to see the wilderness. We're going to see the Mediterranean. We're going to go right past the place where Jonah had that awesome experience with the whale when he fled on his way to Nineveh and God turned him around. We're going to see so many amazing places. We'll be standing on the the, the hilltop, the mountain um, of Carmel, where Elijah challenged the prophets of Baal and called down fire. We'll look across the Jezreel Valley, which is also known as the Valley of Armageddon, and we'll talk about of things to come. And then we're going to finish up. This is the icing on the cake in the city of the great king in Jerusalem. We're going to be there for five days. We're going to walk around it, underneath it, over it. It's just going to be an amazing place. We're going to have communion in the garden tomb together where Jesus died, was buried and rose again. So, you know, we worship a risen Lord, not a dead God. We're going to go to a place where the tomb is empty for he is risen. And we're going to talk about all the wonderful things that are yet to come. Well, right now, I'm sure there are a lot of listeners uh, who are thinking, I should have got in on this tour. It sounds so good. But uh, as you say, Ian, there's one uh, pretty much exactly like this one coming up in February. And so for those who are interested, undoubtedly you might be thinking, how do I find out some more information about that? Well, simply onto the Vision website, vision.org.au. Uh, forward slash tours and that'll take you to the page uh, where you can find out about the one that's coming up in February next year. The other way that you can find out and get the information and reserve your place is to contact our wonderful friendly team at Olive Tree Travel by simply uh, this free call 1-300-550-830 that's 1-300-550-830 Talk to Debbie and Stephen and the wonderful team at Olive Tree Travel. They will give you all the information and then you can come with us and together next year we'll be in Jerusalem. We'll be farewelling you. You're flying out on Thursday night. Uh, There's another tour just like this. There's still some places and uh, likely to be up to 100 strong. This tour coming up in February. It will be an opportunity perhaps not to be missed vision.org.au forward slash tours to find out about these tours to Israel. Ian Warby and his wife Mandy have been spearheading these tours for Vision now for many, many years and may there be many, many more years to come. Uh, Ian, thanks so much for a great preview for what's coming today on 2020. Thank you very much and you can follow a lot of our journey on the the Vision Tour website uh, and Facebook page. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.